All right, podcast here. You're listening, right? It's Howard Stern here. And I got to tell you, I mean, Robin, I'm not really into podcasts. Well, that's like all those people who used to be on cable access. Yeah. They thought they were They were on television. TV. <laughs> they would pay a company to put my TV. Hey, look, I'm on TV. No, you're not on TV. I mean, yeah, you're on TV, but nobody gives a shit about you. <laughs> but Trenton Waves, it's not a podcast. This is a friggin' experience. Frank and Christina Sasso are the best. The best thing since Transcendental Meditation. Oh, my God. <laughs> are you ready? It's the official, unofficial podcast of the city of Trenton, New Jersey. Yeah. With your host, Frank Ferocious Sasso. Trenton still makes and the world still takes. And Christina Firestarter Sasso. Trenton is Mayberry with attitude. Hang tight, because we're going to meet the lifeblood behind the culture, food, arts, music, pork roll, punk rock, hair, books, education, talent, events, of Trenton, New Jersey. Here's Frank and Christina. All right. So here's the deal, podcast. Here. Christina is not with me right now. Don't worry. Calm down. Calm down. She's coming. You're not stuck with me for this whole episode. I can already feel you panicking. So in the meantime, I have to do this drop for the city of Trenton, and it's about getting help with your water bill. You having some trouble paying your water bill? Well, you can apply to the New Jersey Low Income Household Water Assistance Program. It can kind of help you avoid service interruptions. It'll help you restore services. It'll uh, pay reconnection fees. Kind of help to stay up to date on payments. So here's how you apply. You call 211 or you visit waterassistance.nj.gov and if you don't know how to spell assistance listen you got bigger problems than your water i'm not going to now start spelling out words for you guys there's a phone number you can call too 1-866-TWW-BLUE they are there they are at your service okay enough of that stuff we have with us let me tell you about this guy he has a show called the people's podcast that's right the people's podcast belongs to the people and he's, of course, the number one host. That's right. He's with me right now in the studio. Mr. Kevin Hines joins us today, right from Trenton. So, what's up, man? How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Hi. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Hey, congratulations. You were just given an award from the Gianna Monet Genesis Foundation That's for right. uh, the Trenton Media Awards for People's That's Podcast. That's right. How did you feel about that when you got that phone call? It was great. It was a blessing. We do a lot of hard work. People just see us on camera yeah. and doing interviews, and especially with other things that I do in my life. People just think everything is just all fine and, and dandy, but it's a lot of hard work Absolutely. behind the scenes. And um, I call it the dog days of podcasting. When did you start? September 2020. Right when COVID started. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. When I first started a podcast, it was easy for people to watch because it's a new venture. Yeah. Of course, you're going to get your friends and everybody support something new. But I mean, you keep doing it every single week. doesn't hit the same way. Of course not. And then on my show, it's based on guests. Then it becomes um, some guests have a bigger draw than others. Okay. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So then um, the dog days of podcasting when you don't necessarily have the mayor on mm -hmm. or you don't have the popular person from the neighborhood right, on. Exactly. Um, it's just a person that maybe nobody even knows like that. Right. Those are the dog days of podcasting where maybe you don't get as many views as other weeks but you sure. got to keep the show moving it's your show Right. Because what are you going to do when you don't have a guest? Right. Now it's like, oh, I'm reliant on a guest. Right, I have right, no one to bounce right, off right, of. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Right. 
I could say for Trenton Ways, the person that I'm talking to is the guy either who's going to work or coming home from work who's in traffic and he's just frustrated. That's the guy I'm talking to. Now, my wife may be talking to somebody different on Trenton Ways, but that's the person I'm kind of like focusing on. What does your audience look like? And then how did you find your voice to hit that audience? My audience is the everyday people that I interact with around the city. I'm on party promoter slash event coordinator host first. I've right. been that for the past 14 years. Okay. That's where I got the name, the number one host from. So when I started my podcast, I figured that it would be successful because I have a strong network of people that I know. Sure. So I said I would just invite all my yeah, everybody exactly. I know to my podcast. <laughs> That's right. There you go. For how many friends you have, right. those the amount of weeks I'm going to have a show. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, not necessarily even just friends, but, you know, of course you're friends, but then people that you don't know that can be referrals from other people right, or right. people that you don't know, but they know of you or people that when you reach out, when you reach out to someone, it's easier to get a yes when you have put yourself in a solid place to have a good reputation. Okay. That's my strategy and behind my podcast. I've always used my social media to talk about controversial subjects. If mm -hmm. something happens in the world, if it's a mass shooting or if it's something with politics or whatever, whether it's on a federal level sure. or even here in the local level, I speak about these things. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, when I speak about these things, I get a lot of feedback on my page. So it's like, you know what? People was telling me, Kev, you need your own show. You know, people right. I work with at my job, you need your own show because if you ever, anybody ever work with me, know I'm a piece of work at work. You know, I'm going <laughs> to talk about a whole bunch of shit i've been guests on other people's shows and right. I, every time i went on someone else's show but this is prior to me having my podcast okay the host of this show would say you need your own show they compare me to other guests they have yeah. they're like yo you, right. i don't even have to say anything you yeah. just yeah. go ahead you need your own show totally they, right. they were right exactly. you know what i mean so i've even since a young boy i always like to talk anyway so when covid came and we couldn't do parties and stuff anymore i, I said you know what i'm gonna go do that and you've been doing it ever since ever since god bless you man good for you and let me tell you you're no stranger to controversy because I remember you had at the time Kathy McBride, Sonia Wilkins, and Robin Vaughn on your show. That's right. And they were not people that they were going on people's shows to try to get the word out about what they're doing. I mean, you had them on at a very, very tense point in Trenton's history, I would say. Mm -hmm. How did you even approach them to come on your show? Were well, they, they approached paranoid me. about it? They approached you? They approached me, yeah. So really? The People's Podcast has got to the point now, I don't have to reach out to people anymore. People, Good for you. People have, they come to me, I don't really have yeah, to do. it's weird when that happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was reaching out when they first, when we first got it off the ground, and even now, still do, some weeks I still do reach out to right. fill the schedule up, right. but I have a lot of people that's also DMing me to come on the show or if they have my number, they call. They've been on several times, Kathy McBride, former council president, uh, Sonia Wilkins, and Robin Vaughn. Right. Yeah, they all can. She was the former uh, West Ward council. I don't recall which one of the times, but I know that. Um, it was maybe something going on in the city, and uh, I knew they was getting some press about it, and it was a difference of an opinion about right. the issue at hand, and I think Robin reached out and said she wanted to come on the show. I brought her on, and she wanted to bring the other council members with her, and um, and they came on, and that was that. Robin was the first of that last administration to come on the podcast, and when I say that last administration, I'm talking mayor and council. Oh, okay. She was the right. first one before right. anyone came. She was the first one to come on the podcast, and I reached out to her at that time. Mm -hmm. And then when she came back like three other times by herself in the time you're speaking about. I'm going to get into a question now that my wife normally asks, but she's not here yet. She'll be here soon. Her question is simply this. Why Trenton? 
well, I was born and raised here. You know, my mom gave birth to me here. So this is where I grew up and went to school. So I've always been here. I've moved and lived in other places. I spent a brief stint in Richmond, Virginia, because my family's from on my mother's side. I lived in Atlanta, Georgia, briefly. I'm 35 years old. The majority of my life, I would say 30 plus years, have been right here in the city of Trenton. I love Trenton. We just like any other urban city. We got our good stuff about us and our bad stuff. But at the end of the day, love Trenton. This is where I developed my network. Um, this is where I made a name for myself. This is where most of my contacts are. That's why Trenton. I have had aspirations to move. Um, I still do long term. Um, It depends. I don't know as I get older what I want to do with myself. I would say over the last few years, I have had people in my ear hinting at me to run for some kind of office. It's not something I want to do right now. Really? Yeah, a lot of people say that. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I don't know if they'd be ready for you. Maybe yeah. that's a good thing. If I ran for something, I would run for mayor. Really? Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to be a council person and have to answer to the mayor. You don't or answer be, to the mayor as a council person. Well, not necessarily answer to the mayor, but it's a position beneath where the mayor is. Not that they answer to the mayor, but if I was, if me, just the personality that right. I have, yeah, right. if I was to run, hypothetically speaking, I would run for uh, a mayor. I wow. wouldn't run for a Did you give a shot? The hard part here in Trenton is we have a low, low verdict turnout. So, of course, my immediate response would be, hell yeah, I'm going to have a shot because I know a lot of people. I get right. people to vote for me. But if right. we're being realistic, it's a low voter turnout here yeah. in the city. I would have to spend a lot of my time and energy um, converting people to getting registered to vote that don't typically vote. Something like that will have to happen to change, to make history in Trenton. Because you, you are a live show. You ever got into a situation where somebody is just trying to run off in that chat box and take control of the direction? Or do you have to deal with that kind of I thing? I got one better. Um, when I started the People's Podcast, I had a female co-host. Permanent. You had a co-host? When I started, her name was Dominique. We went viral. Me and my co-host got yeah. into a live argument on the show. We were talking about a subject about women dating older men for money. Okay. Um, for money? Yeah, because, you know, that happens too. Wait, 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 wait. Let me just think. Let me just, <laughs> I want to get this straight. You had a conversation with a woman on your show, your co-host, about dating older men for Well, it was for, for the viewers, but... No, no, I get it. But I'm just saying you had this conversation yeah, with her, really, yeah. about dating older men for money. About women dating older men for money. Who's paying who? The guy is paying the woman. All right, so the older guy is paying the woman to date him. Right. Does the date involve or sex? Or for sexual favors. Oh, so a prostitute. Right. Okay, go on. Okay. The women who are doing these things don't like to admit that that's prostitution. They just feel as though... You know, they get offended when you say that. So you can't Well, what do they call it? It's got to be, they got to call it something. It's modern day prostitution. What did Dominique call it? We didn't get into that part <laughs> about what she called it. But when we were on the show, she got upset and she started throwing cheap shots at me. And the viewers caught it. And I caught it. Then I got upset and I was telling DJ, I was actually trying to change the subject. Right. And she wanted to hammer on, and then she threw another cheap shot at me. DJ Books tried to make his point, and okay. he's actually agreeing. Is that your producer? Yes. Okay. And DJ Books was actually agreeing with me, and she cut him off. Oh, boy. So then I told her she needs to stop cutting him off, and then all hell broke loose. Then she, then it got personal, and then she made some personal attacks, and then we went live. And then eventually our mics did get cut. He cut it. In. They have a, a popular media outlet on Instagram. One of them is The Shade Room that has millions of followers. The other one is The Neighborhood Talk that has millions of followers. The Neighborhood Talk I heard of. The Neighborhood Talk reposted the clip. Oh, really? You can watch us. it somewhere? Yeah, it's on, it's on. I have it saved in my phone. And people from all over the world that don't know us, yeah. it was it was actually fun to see their opinions. Yeah, because we see people from Trenton, but then it's like 
You don't know if somebody's from Trenton giving their opinion right. and taking her side because right. they just exactly. don't like me exactly. or vice versa. Right. So I want to see what the comments from these people in the neighborhood talk because they don't know none of us. Yeah. What do they have to say? Right, right, right. You know well, that's the beauty of that. Yeah. <laughs> they have no context whatsoever right. you know to just comment on. We made the neighborhood talk. They posted the clips of us. Wow. Good life the that is crazy. Right. Oh, my oh gosh. gosh. And guess what? This was the week before Robin Vaughn was coming on, too. Oh, talk about a setup. <laughs> For the first time. How was she on the, fir the first one? Was she, like, really calm? Yeah, she was very, very nice. Very nice. She wasn't really interactive. I actually like Robin. Do you? I Are like you friends Robin. with her? I wouldn't consider our relationship a friendship because outside of discussing city business and her coming on my podcast and us just being nice to each other when we interact, that, that's pretty much it. That's more like an associate. Right, okay. Never hung out like on a personal yeah, tip or talked about civil. or anything personal, you know what I mean? But I, I do like Robin. I've right. told her that she knows that I like her. The last time she was scheduled to come on when she was just campaigning for mayor, right. she did something that I didn't like and which I spoke on live. What was that all about? Right now, yeah. election season's over. So we have everybody that's in the office. If any of the seven council members or even the mayor needs to come on the People's Podcast for whatever reason, it could be an off day. Not saying that I'm going to get you on, but if I need to schedule, I even move. I, like I told you, June 1st, I have a guy coming on. Yeah. But let's say, God forbid, the mayor calls and says he needs to come on that day. Well, we're going to move this guy around because sure. this is important. Probably. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, they have that. They don't have to pay me any money or anything. Pay you any money? No, they don't have to. What pay. does that mean? I do charge guests to come on the people's really? podcast. Really? Yes, I do. Wow. If I don't have a relationship with you yeah. and I don't know you in that way, I do charge to come because I'm giving you free asthma. Wow, so you get paid money to have the, the, the guest has to pay you to come on because you're giving them a platform. I'm giving them a platform. Yes. When I started my podcast, I didn't do that. It was everybody's free. But once it started, like sure. everybody's calling and trying to come on. And right. I, we see the viewers that I get. You can go watch it on Facebook live and see it, you know, and then I'm promoting you throughout the week. Right. So the show's Thursday. So if I have a guest, I normally start the promotion of the current week that Monday. Right. I would announce that this is the guest this upcoming Thursday. So Monday, Tuesday, wow. Wednesday. That's a lot Thursday, of time. Yeah. I'm going to mention you sure. that you're coming on Facebook. I'm going to put you on my Instagram. Yeah. I'm going to put you on my Facebook. Oh, you're also doing posts. Yeah. I, oh actually, I actually make posts. You're getting... My followers to now, a lot of people that we know some of the same people, yeah, so it's right, cool, but it's right. other people that we don't know. Right. I'm now co-signing your, what you got no, going absolutely, on. absolutely, man. You know what I'm saying? So hey, that's podcast here, Christina just walked in. Hi, Christina. Oh, hello. How was your pedicure? It was good, but I was, everything got messed up because I didn't realize I had a dentist appointment today. Right. I found out yesterday at five o'clock. So like, from, oh your mouth, from your mouth to your toes. Yeah. But back to... Well, I was saying about with the, you asked me how. Uh, Wait a minute, Kevin. I'm talking about her pedicure right now. <laughs> it's, uh, this no, is much go, more important. No, it's not. Go ahead. What did go Robin do to uh, upset me? I no, that's to make what I want to know. That's yeah, right. What did Robin yeah. do to so piss you the off? The point that I was making, because we got a little sidetrack, this administration, because this election season is over with, this administration, just like the last administration, yeah. it's not just the last had it, they had this too. You can call me at any given time. I am the People's Podcast. You can come use my platform if I need to get, if it's something that you need to address, you can use my platform for right. that. You don't have to pay me any money. However, during campaign season, right. where you're running a campaign and you're asking people to give you money, sure, mm -hmm. I need to get paid for that. Mm -hmm. Because you're coming on my platform and you're asking my followers and supporters to give you money for your campaign. Right, mm -hmm. right. And you're, like, what sense does that make? Yeah. And I, you know what I'm saying? So what right. happened with Robin? So she agreed to this campaign fee. Okay. so She, was she didn't pay. like it at first mm -hmm. because the other times prior, 
all those other times you spoke about yeah. that she came, she didn't have to pay. But that's because uh, it wasn't election season. Right, right, she right, was right, acting right. a sitting councilwoman. Gotcha. So I gave her that. But now you're running for a mayor. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So it's different. Sure. Right. She understood. But okay. then when it was time to get, when it came to the show, yeah. um, when she got there, she was late. Because she scheduled an interview the same day as she council was meeting. Late. Oh. She scheduled the interview oh, the same ouch. day as council meeting. Mm-hmm. And when I got there, she wasn't there. So I was upset about that. She had someone that we didn't discuss there before her. And she wanted me to start the interview prior to her getting there. What? Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to do that. Right. Because I don't even know now if you're going to even yeah. pay me the money. Yeah, right. So I'm not exactly. starting the interview. <laughs> right. So well, I, I told her, I said, I'll wait till you get here. Mm-hmm. When she finally got there, I asked for the money before we start the show. She right. she asked if we could just start the show, and she paid me after. That right there told me it was a Uh-oh. red flag because right. she already knew about this. Right. Robin is smart. She's mm-hmm. not stupid at all. She's very smart. Mm-hmm. She knows what she's on. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I declined wow. the interview. Mm-hmm. and um, So you didn't put her on? Yeah, and then people now I have to go explain to the viewers because they were expecting the show. Oh, right, you were right, promoting it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because, and it's Thursday. I do the show every Thursday. Right. So I have to go, right. I have to say something because people are like, yo, <laughs> Kev, it's 7.30. What, where are you? It's supposed, the show's supposed to start a half hour ago. Right. So I had to go and explain. It's unfortunate I had to put her under the bus, but I, I had to. Right. I would have did it to anybody. I don't care. Right, right. You know wow. what I mean? So I had to don't say, yo, we're not having an interview today because Robin didn't show up with the campaign fee. I actually, right. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what it is. She probably yeah. was upset, but we speak now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, are you okay now? I don't think she took it too personal, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean, because she did it, not me, right? <laughs> right, you did what you were gonna do, you held up your end of the bargain, and right. yeah, gotcha. yeah. It's like you were surprised, you go, Oh, by the way, you owe me $200, or whatever, right? Is, right, right, right. It was That's discussed insane. beforehand. Right. Wowzy, wowzy, whoa. he's no stranger to controversy, Kevin. Oh, no, str- he actually invites it, he, uh, he entertains <laughs> it, he embraces it. So there was a time, I want to bring this up, because I didn't want to do this without you here, because I need you as my protection. protection. I'm also behind a glass wall, too. (laughs) So he can't really get to me too fast. You were in Atlantic City. I think you were throwing like a party or something. I forgot what it was. Just correct me if I'm wrong. He was introducing Jazzy Edwards and Mm -hmm. Yaz, Mm -hmm. right, as the new councilwomen, two of the new councilwomen. Mm But it wasn't like a fill show yet. After that, we discovered there needed to be another another election. race or whatever. Right. Another, so, okay, right, right, right. So um, he, but I don't think we knew at that point that there was going right. to be another. Race. Right, and he definitely didn't know. Right. So what happened was he goes on there and he's and he's on the video. Hey, and welcome new councilwomen. And I'm watching. I'm like, I'm like, why is he doing that? They're not. They have. It hasn't been official. It's not official, it's not official yet. yet. Mm-hmm. And the votes aren't even in yet. He was excited. All right, fine. He was excited. Whatever. Well, okay. To, to, you see how she is? No, That's but, why I love her. Well, I was more than excited, but I'm going to let y'all she was more. He was more than excited. He said it himself. But here's the thing, too. Now, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I know I don't remember the order of the things. Because that election went on. Yeah, it went on for forever. years. Exactly. We went to Mill Hill Saloon to celebrate. That was way after that. That was after yes. all the final election. Yeah, that was oh, way. That okay. was a different, a whole was, different thing. Okay. Just okay. wanted to make sure. You know, it's not even related. Okay, no, okay, no, no, so, I know, but I yeah. didn't want to say, hey, we did the same thing, but no, it wasn't. No, no, I, we actually didn't. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> it's okay. So, anyway. so Kevin does this thing. I think I commented to Kevin. Right. Hey, dude, the elections aren't, you know, they're not in yet, whatever. Things were very hot but, yeah, then. And too. then, then Jazzy Edwards, he, she, she posts, oh, uh, Kevin just was excited, and then mm-hmm. he just said that, you know, and I'm reading this, and I'm like, I'm, I'm off social media, by the way. I, I can't take it anymore. I couldn't take it. And then Kevin 
writes, <laughs> hey, Frank has to grow up and get over himself or something like that. And I'm like, look at this guy. I don't even know this guy. He's coming back at me. And I wasn't even saying anything. Ba- Dude, what was that all about? Just to give you some context here. Yeah. So we're down in Atlantic City for the League of Municipalities. Right. right. That right. they have every year mm-hmm. and down in Atlantic That's City. That's like a crazy time. Right. So you guys know it's all kinds of conferences and workshops during the day. Mm-hmm. But then at nighttime, it's parties. Right. So right. At that video where you see me shouting them out. That's at Mayor Small's after party okay. at the Harris who's Pool after dark, who's yes. a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. So I called them onto the stage to give them congratulations on winning the election. However, we all knew, myself included, that it was unofficial, but we were calling an election because we were looking at the, the numbers coming in mm-hmm. on a website and... I felt as though they were winning by enough to where it could be called. And let's not kid ourselves. Politicians do this all the time. But why were you coming um, after me, more importantly? Um, because I felt like you guys knew it was called. Y'all just didn't want to admit it. So, for example, let me let me just... Wow. That, by the way, is not true. But let, let, let me say something, right? <laughs> I he just so says it out I, like that. I was down... That's and all right. I was with Mayor Smalls when he, he just finished running about six, seven <clears throat> elections over the last couple of years, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the elections that I was down there in Atlantic City it's unofficial. Okay. Nothing was called yet. Right, right. Nothing was official yet, but I'm in his campaign headquarters. As the votes are coming in and writing them on a the board, he knew he won at that point. Right. He went in on it and gave a victory speech already. Really? And everybody's recording. Oh, he <laughs> called the election. Okay. He ended up, when it became official, he won by over 75% of the vote. But wow. we've we okay. seen that, though. Right, As right. they were coming in, there was right. no way. Right. So it was a pretty much the same thing with Yaz and them. And um, not only Frank Sasso, uh, I really don't like... Bill Kearney and Michael Ranello, and I think that on Trenton Orbit, they just recently blocked me from Trenton Orbit. I think that you guys, you too, Frank, I think that it seemed to me that you guys, when it came to Yasminelli and Gonzalez in particular, and then a little bit with Jazzy, I think that you guys were doing too much with the criticism on the. Wait, wait, wait. First of all, we love Jazzy. Yeah, we never never criticized We don't have a problem with Yaz. We really don't. At the time, we didn't believe that she lived in the city. Mm -hmm. And so we acted accordingly. Mm -hmm. If that were totally true that she didn't live in the city Mm -hmm. and she was running for some kind of Mercer County, Mm -hmm. she'd have my vote. No problem. I'd vote for her in a heartbeat. Mercer County. Mercer County. Because at that moment, I didn't believe that she lived in Trent. Do you believe that now? Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter now. She's she's council. I'm not one to beat a dead horse. I would rather see the city move forward. Like you pick your battles. I feel like that she produced all of the documents that was asked of her to produce. She showed like Mm -hmm. Robin and them just recent and the several other people that lost. I know that. Took them to court. They went to Superior Court in front of Judge Ankowitz and they won in court again. Yaz won. Yaz and Jazzy both went to court. Oh, Jazzy. They were co-defendants. Right, right, right. I forgot. They were questioning her? No, they were questioning Jazzy's alleged uh, misdemeanor. Right, that thing that we talked about on the air. Anyway, but I think that it was the fault of the clerk. So here's my thing. If I come to DMV and I present you with everything you told me I needed and then you say, oh, I'm sorry, you're missing something. Mm -hmm. All right. The idiot on the phone didn't tell me what I needed. But if they say, hey, you got everything you need and I really didn't have everything I need, then Mm -hmm. that's not on me anymore. It's on them. That's on the person like the city clerk. I understand. So she got in. Let's see her do some good stuff. I haven't said that though, right? I understand (laughs) what you're saying. I told this to Yes, by the way, for the record, I'm just it's a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. So is Jazzy. Um, so I'm going to always support them. Okay. That doesn't mean that if my friends do something wrong, that I won't be able to man enough to say that you're wrong. Well, mm-hmm. that's good. That's um, a friend. Right. You feel me? I do understand that as some people that did question whether she legitimately lived in Trenton. Right. Yeah. Um, one of them is a sister of mine. She doesn't know Yaz. 
She's black resident here in the city of Trenton. Right. Mm-hmm. She wanted to vote for her simply because of trusting my better judgment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And along with her own uh, research. Okay. But she asked me when well, me and my sister have political debates all the time. And she mentioned to me that she didn't know and she was unsure. I said all that to say this. It's not like I'm one of those people that think just because you question Yasmin address situation that you were against Yaz because I know that it's people that legitimately just questioned that. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't nothing personal. I I do understand that. But it seemed to me in Trenton Orbit that it was like almost every day. I saw you seen and it it was to me from what I saw, Mm -hmm. especially with Bill Kearney, Mike Ranello, Frank, you were in and out, but it was Bill Kearney, Mike Ranello. They were the main two culprits. You were in and out. But it seemed like it was an agenda to keep making posts, pointing this out, pointing this out. Because it's like, okay, you feel how you feel, right? Mm -hmm. You see that this is being challenged by other people. It's being taken to courts. Mm -hmm. Why not just wait and let the process bear out, right? Right. While we're waiting for the process to to play out, we're still going on social media every day and attacking her with this, attacking her with this. It almost felt like it was personal. Right. Sit back and let's see what happens. Let me just address this. I think it was in March, I want to say or maybe February, where I made a post with me, it was a picture of me holding a beer, and it said, I'm officially off social media. I'm done. I'm not partaking. I don't care about your opinion. If I want crap out of you, I'll squeeze your head. (laughs) I just got so tired of all the negative, Mm -hmm. constant negative... And look, I made some challenging posts. I made some controversial posts in my, so in my time. So did Nobody you. remembers we all did. that. Yeah. I'm not even saying, <clears throat> look, I'm not about to apologize for everything I ever did. But I'm sure there are times that I could have posted something that was totally inaccurate mm-hmm. and not factual. And I get that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying what was making me mad is that we've just been through such BS with the city that a new council was coming on for there to be that question about... The process, it was affecting me, it was making me mad because people are just coming in and, we, and, there's, oh, and there's already questions about things. Mm-hmm. No, like we had enough. Mm-hmm. Like why is there even a question about her residency? Mm-hmm. There must be something going on for this to be a question. So that's why I was getting upset. We have been through enough crap, enough drama with the city running the way it was, enough secrets, enough scandal, enough crap that we didn't want that coming in fresh we have nothing against yasminel here's what happened yas was ready to come on the show so i sent her an email and i said here this is what we're going to talk about so it was some conversation oh absolutely oh, yeah. we invited her on we invite all the candidates on so everybody she, so she did there. get back to you she, she got back to me okay i talked about you this said she didn't episode. get back to you she didn't come on the show right Alex Bethea, Damien, and Yaz didn't come on the show. I had emailed Yaz initially. They got back to me. Her campaign people got back to me saying, well, we're available this time and this time. I said, great. Here's what we're going to talk about. That way you don't feel blindsided. I said, we want to talk about the residency issue Mm -hmm. because it's a hot topic and I want to give you the opportunity to finally address it. The next email, oh, we can't make it onto your show all of a sudden now you can't make, none of these dates are good, none of these times, all of a sudden now, because I brought that up, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and you know how I always say to people, it's edited, you'll hear it before we post it, because I don't want you feeling blindsided. Well, I hate that. she probably didn't, uh, I don't know this, I'm just making an assumption, because I didn't discuss that part with your ass, but she probably didn't, um, at that point, I mean, she probably didn't feel comfortable or safe with you. You know, with candidates and you're running for office, you have to guard yourself. That's fine. You know what I'm Kevin, saying? I got no problem with right. that. Hey, you know what? I don't really feel comfortable with that. I, I, let me just pass. Yeah. I, I, I respect that. Mm-hmm. But then you just leave me hanging. Like, what uh, you know what? No, and no, then no, no, the, no. the attacks on Facebook. The reason why I say what I say, especially yeah. because it was other things that didn't even have nothing to do 
with the address. Like I seen someone talking about Yaz in a way that she didn't even have any con- connection to Trenton. Like she was just some foreigner that just moved. Oh, well, that, <laughs> like, that I know is not true. And I'm like, yo, Yaz, you <laughs> no, know, no, I know that she's, for a fact. She's yes. grew up here, no, went yeah. to school here. She was yeah. on the cheerleading team. Yeah, we knew her dad. She's a teacher. Like we you knew know her dad. Yeah. Absolutely. You see people were saying some crazy things, and it was yeah. just like you know what I mean. Here's the thing: our door's still open for her if she ever yeah, wanted to come absolutely. on. Absolutely. We had. And let um, me tell you something real quick about Yaz, though. Mm-hmm. Remember, I was supposed to Ben came on this show. We had to reschedule. Oh, that's right. 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 I reached out to Yaz before I came on, before you, we had to reschedule to see how she felt about it. Because again, that is my friend. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't, she felt as though she was being attacked. So I wouldn't, as her friend, go on a show where a person that she felt like attacked her and not get her blessing because I wouldn't want to upset her. I I would do the same thing for my friend. Mm -hmm. And she didn't say, no, don't go on the show. Guess what she told me? She told me to do the interview. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. So she she wasn't even trying to hate on it. You know what I mean? She told me to do it. Wow. What I liked, like, for example, Jazzy, she came on the show and everyone knew there was this thing over her head about whatever Shoplifting, whatever whatever. nonsense. Yeah. So we wanted to give her the opportunity to tell her side of it. We didn't grill her. We've all been, well, I haven't, but. Yeah, I've been arrested many <laughs> he's times. He's been arrested yeah. many times. I've never been arrested <laughs> for various things that is a misunderstanding. And the judge doesn't want to hear anything, you know, like, oh, you're late. I don't care what you have to say. So we wanted to give everybody the opportunity to tell their side of the story. Yeah, like Kaja had something that people were accusing him of and, and Crystal and blah, blah, blah. For us, and I can understand Yaz's position, it was supposed to be a safe place. Tell us your side of the story. Mm-hmm. I don't want to attack anybody. If you listen to all those interviews, not ever was anyone put on the hot seat. You know, there were times we even shut the mic off and had a conversation and yeah. turned the mic back right. on again so that everyone felt comfortable right. with what was going to be said. Because we wanted to know the truth. Wasn't it about mudslinging? Because I don't think that it gets you anywhere. It muddies the water, really. It's, I think, a distraction. So that was our position. So if she ever wants to come on and forget the past and talk about what are you doing now? What is your vision for the future? You're in office. Let's see forward motion. Well, well, for the record, it's been proven that she is a Trenton resident. So we want to make sure this comes out. You know what I mean? That she's she's won her legal battles. Mm -hmm. It's been proven in court. That she met all the requirements needed to be, right. be a candidate right. and to hold office. Mm-hmm. She's met all the requirements. So I okay. think we should so all kill this noise about if she really truly lives in Trenton. Or is not. it She's, still a thing? Did I'm removed from Trenton orbit. Uh, they took me out. So well, I'm I, removed I, from Trenton. Well, like I, don't, I don't know if they're still talking about it in there <laughs> oh, or not. Okay. Oh, I can't okay. see those. Because okay. that's the only place where you would see. So like. Even with that, so far I'm saying you got to understand. So when they just won the runoff, right? Yeah, I don't know if it was Mike Ranello or, or Bill Kearney, one of those guys, but they made a post, and I remember commenting on it. It was so funny to me. They said, "Listen, all the new candidates, congratulations, but you guys should sign up or give us your new business email so you guys can stay in touch." It, blah blah blah. They were basically so when I saw that post, I said, "Listen, you guys got a lot of nerve, man." Who the hell do you guys think you are? Do you really honestly believe Yas is going to reach out to set up so she can have a guy, you guys can have a way to keep connection with her? She doesn't give a damn about you guys, man. Y'all just grilled this girl for seven months. You mm. think she's going to really do that? Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. 
our position is I want to move forward. I want to see something happening right. in the city. Who was I talking to? Just, oh, the dentist. He's like, so what's happening in Trenton? He's in Trenton. I try and support locals. So he's in Trenton. He doesn't live in Trenton, but his business is here. He's like, so what's going on in Trenton? I was like, things are moving. Like we had a great first Friday. Businesses are opening downtown. Things are looking up because people are talking yeah. once more on city council. Like right. they might not agree with each other, right. but at least they're talking and they're voting and appearing. This is everybody who the mayor wanted. Even with the mayor, I've gotten to know Reed last summer. He mm-hmm. came on my podcast. And that was even where, surprised you didn't ask me about that because I used to call the Reed out all the time. I was about to bring him up. <laughs> yeah. He's surprised I didn't ask him about that. I want to get this all out of the table. Listen, Yaz and Jenna just went to England. With the, the ma- And by the way, Trenton Podcast, yeah, calm down, all right? Oh, the yeah. taxpayers didn't pay for their trip. They, did. they you, paid for their own trip. Is this a thing? Well, yes, that's yes, a thing. Apparently, yes. someone's like, oh, who paid for this trip? Yeah, Actually, someone named Larry. As in L.A. Parker. Jenna came on and said... Is this I in the ha- papers? Oh, yeah. yeah L.A. That. has run out of things he's, to talk about. He's questioning that everybody's, like, we're, we all paid for them to go. Jenna came on the show, not to talk about that, but she did want to say she was excited to go. She goes, I'm paying for my interest. Look, she had her baby. Says, Look, I have my receipts. receipts. It's right. my receipts. I paid for it out of my own pocket. <laughs> you know, so, and I'm sure that's how it goes. They were invited to go, and they had to foot their own bill. I wanted to say this one thing real quick. I recently had a conversation with Mr. Damien Malave. Yes. In front of, in front of his right. house. I saw him yesterday. Yes. Did you? Yeah, at the Trenton High, the celebration for the young man that got drafted right, to the NFL. Right. Oh, See, that, uh, Tig. Tig, yeah. Oh, okay. so uh, I interviewed him yesterday. Jair oh, Brown, cool. I saw the video. And so you, you did an actual show with him? Nah, um, I interviewed him on the spot. It's awesome. a, a two-minute interview. Cool. On video. Mm-hmm. I, that's it's the on, one I it's saw. on my page. This cat just got drafted to the San Francisco 49ers NFL yeah. from Trenton. Yeah, that's amazing. It's amazing. It's that awesome. That is fantastic. Because Trenton makes and the world takes, right? Well, he's hitting everybody. He had that's Dan right. Benson on his show. We had the mayor on his show, which mm-hmm. I'm going to get into in a second. But Damien Malave, we had like this ongoing feud <laughs> for a while. Right. And I was in front of his house, and uh, I apologized to him. Mm-hmm. I like I called him out. He was in his backyard. If you heard for hurting his feelings, did he or... accept your apology? Yes, he did. He was totally, very gracious. Totally. And let me tell you, he was he was actually a pleasure to talk to. He did stand behind. You said he stood. Yeah, well, he stood behind a fence, a locked fence. So I noticed that much. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not a high fence. It's a pretty low fence. Right. I don't know how well he felt. I don't know how comfortable he felt. <laughs> no, but he but, was very uh, gracious. He was very said. gracious. Mm-hmm. He was. Very, he's like, look, man, politics. I'm like, yeah, but uh, but I'm not a politician, so that's mm-hmm. the thing. So mm-hmm. I said, you know, I shouldn't have really come out of hard as I did with you and so I apologize to him I agree with apologizing and saying look no hard feelings I don't want to hurt anybody right we just wanted to get at the truth we didn't like again the mudslinging right I just wanted I just wanted to insult him I didn't want to hurt anyone you apologize yeah invite him on the show like come on the show we'll talk about it yeah that'd be I mean whatever and talk about what you're doing now like let's move on and let's Let's, move on that was my thing with this guy when he he called me out on the on the social media Mm. I'm like, I never spoke to Kevin Hands in my life. He's already coming back at me. He's like smacking back at me. So let's talk about the mayor now. The mayor. I wasn't personal, but no, yeah. right. look at him smiling. I've never seen you smile this much in my life. Like, <laughs> every time I see a picture of this guy, he looks like he lost his best friend. <laughs> How come you never smile? It's his persona. I see him a picture with him and Dan Benson. Mm-hmm. Dan Benson is smiling ear to ear, mm-hmm. and he's looking like he's about to murder somebody. <laughs> That's his pers- That's podcast my, persona, yeah. right? I right, thought he right. was mad because somebody ripped he his jeans. He has a great smile. Too. Yo, now he has a great smile. <laughs> he's wearing that New York Yankees cap. When you had Mayor Reed on your show, after calling him out countless times, what was that like for you and how do you think he felt? Well, I called him out countless times, but I also invited him on the show, even during the times I was calling him out. Mm -hmm. The main issue that I had with him at that time was David Ordilly, who, for those of you guys that don't know the name, David Ordilly, he's a dirty cop. 
Um, it's been proven. Uh, Mercer County prosecutors labeled him as a uh, Brady cop. So if you guys don't know what that term means, he's on the do not call contact list. If there's ever any prosecutor issues, he they are not going to call him because he's already been proven liar under oath. Oh, oh wow! Um, okay, um, he should have lost his job. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still um, on the force. Yeah. Um, well, he got put out on the force. I think uh, Sheila Coley, former Trenton police director, fired him. Oh. Really? Um, but wow. you know they have a union. The cops, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so right, it's true, just true. still got to go through all the process. Right, mm-hmm. right. And then it was reported that the mayor re gave him his job back. Prior to me interviewing the mayor, um, he was quoted as saying that it was a court battle that he didn't think the city would win. Right. Well, I had a problem with that, and I told him this. The problem I had is if you guys know anything about Mayor Reed, he has a uh, prosecutor background. Mm-hmm. If anybody, even if you thought that it was a battle, you didn't, you weren't going to win. Should have sure. challenged it anyway. At least that shows Trenton that you wasn't with it. You come from a legal background. Gotcha. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you should have challenged it anyway. I, I just That's just my position. Trenton, especially after all of the stuff that happened with Ahmaud Aubrey, right. with George Floyd. Mm-hmm. You know, this is stuff is coming out around that time. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then Trenton being a predominantly urban and Latino city, it's a poor town. We can't afford to have dirty cops on our force. Mm-hmm. Someone like that that was put out there in the papers. This stuff was in the newspaper that this cop did this stuff. We deserve a mayor to have a better explanation for that cop than that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I told Reed this, this. That was my main issue. Then it was other things that he done that I didn't agree with. And I would speak about it. He had a ball. It was like two weeks after the Atlantic City's mayor's ball. So I went to the Atlantic City's mayor's ball. And right. then like two weeks later, it was example. Oh, uh, yes. The oh, yeah, we were at that. Yeah, we were at that. Yeah. 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 So okay. I, I attended that. He probably was shocked to see me at his ball because mm-hmm. he knows that prior to him coming on my podcast, just to give the full disclaimer here, I had no personal relationship with Mary. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't know him. I would see him around, but I, I'm, he didn't know me. I didn't know right, him. Right. He pro- I was assuming that he knew of me because I'm pretty sure that people had told him. This Kev, guy, Kevin Hines. Stuff what you're saying. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right. So, right. And I've tagged him in post, so I'm pretty sure he had an idea sure. who I was. I knew Andrew Bobbitt, you know what I mean? I knew other people in the city, but um, I did not know him personally at, at the time. So when I came to his ball, he was real happy to see me in there. He shook my hand, and we took a picture together. And then I asked him personally at the ball to come on the podcast. Not only that, it was at least five other people that was in the ball that came up to him and told him he needs to come on my podcast. Okay. Really? Okay. Yeah. So wow. he's hearing this from yeah. too many people now. Sure. Mm-hmm. He sure. has to come on a podcast. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Now if he doesn't, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Now, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he right. agreed that night to come on the show. I got the proper contact information and we set the interview up and then he came on and then those same questions about David Ordelli and all that. I asked him this mm-hmm. right on the show. Wow. You know what I mean? And he brought the lieutenant of police with him. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, Lieutenant mm-hmm. Stokes came with him. And okay. I still asked him the same questions. I always mm-hmm. wanted to ask him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And even told him at the interview, I developed a new respect for Reed, but I still told him at the interview, I'm going to remain the same Kevin Hines. Okay. Right, right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, he, and he said, that's why people love you. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he's the number one yeah. host. But you know what? This almost, you need the checks and balances in the public eye so that there's people watching and people listening and people holding people accountable. Yeah. Right? We can't mm-hmm. just let everyone run. I'm glad that he came on the podcast. He was supposed to come on again in October. We had a scheduling issue. He's supposed to come on again. I'm going to bring him back on. You know, okay. he's not going anywhere. He's mm-hmm. feel free to come on mm-hmm. whenever. So expect to see Mary Reed on a people's podcast soon. Okay. I'm glad that we got to know each other because when you don't know someone at all mm-hmm. and you're just reacting to 
things that are done with their job, you can be even more upset when you don't know someone. Right. You sure. look at things yeah. different. But when you know someone, yeah. you give them the benefit of the doubt. Right. Because right. right. you know their heart right. or character. Sure. You right. know exactly. I actually think Reed is a nice guy, man. I really do. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a great guy. You I, know what I'm saying? I, I feel that way, too. I don't agree with everything, everything. that he does, mm-hmm. but I, I think that he means well. I think he's really a nice guy. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I actually agree with that like 100%. And that is why I would like to get to know Yasminelli because I feel like I know this persona of her and I don't know her. And that's my modus operandi when when I feel like somebody like there's some kind of between me and somebody I will. And you can back me up, even though you're my husband. What do I do? You approach them and you say to their face, hey, is there anything I did to offend you? Or if I did do that, I, I'm sorry. Can we right. talk about it? Yeah. Or I'll try and get to know them on a different level. Well, right. If right. you guys, um, you started off the show congratulating me on the war, but congratulations to you guys because you guys weren't, weren't able to attend, but you mm-hmm. guys were recipients of awards. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. Great. Congratulations great. to you guys. But during my, sorry uh, we missed it. during my acceptance speech, because you got all the people in there that's media. I challenged everybody to stop being so safe mm-hmm. and biased when they're interviewing people. I said, don't be afraid for people to dislike you. I said, right. just as many people that love me, I have a lot of people who don't like me. Yo, mm-hmm. That's what I you like about I mean? you. Because if everybody loved you, you're probably doing something wrong. Right. But I told everybody in there doing my speech, I said, listen, man. You, you got to ask the tough questions. You can't just be buddy-buddy to everybody. Mm-hmm. I said, everybody don't have to like you, and that's okay. But the key thing is as long as they respect you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The whole reason Because for I our- watch some of these... Sorry to cut no, you no, off. No, okay. I watch some of these interviews with people... And I'm like, yo, what the hell was that? I didn't ask them anything. Right. <laughs> what the hell was that? You know what I'm saying? That's weird. I just feel like I want to hear people's stories. Even that- with basketball, you want your sports guy, right? <laughs> I like, I like, I, I can watch. I'm not a sports guy at all. Guy you was are, interviewing uh, Kyrie Irving. Let me right? answer the mm-hmm. question. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> guy was interviewing Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving says the Nets would have won the championship in 2001 had he not got hurt. Right. Well. The interviewer just let him say that. Kyrie Irving statement might be valid because the team that he lost to won the championship and they probably could have won the championship. But if I'm the interviewer and mm-hmm. you say that to me, yeah. guess what I would have said? Well, Kyrie, that was in 2021. Well, you didn't get hurt in 2022. You got swept. Mm-hmm. So how can you? That's what I would have said. So I'm watching the interview. That like, sounds like a fun interview. Why didn't that you say that actually. to him? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. these guys. So he did a safe interview. Yeah. Right. right. I like that. that well, that's, that's what cool. he's saying. Don't yeah. be safe. Right. Yeah. But they, I, they don't want to lose the interview. They don't want to lose the connection. No, or the friendship. So, yeah, people, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Or, people want, or people want shit from people. Yeah, that too. I, Absolutely. Everything, too. Everybody, I believe everything is political. I said that mm-hmm. in my speech as well, everything. Mm-hmm. This interview is political. When I leave out of here, if I go to the store and I know someone that knows someone else and I might, everything is political. People operate off, in, off of what's in the best interest for them. You, That's how wait, a minute, wait a second. Wait a second. You think this interview is political? Why do you feel, why do you feel that way? Why did you bring me on here? Because I want to clear the air mostly and also get to know you a little bit. Why did you want to get to know me? Because you seem like an interesting guy. Who am I? I'm going to tell you. You're an asset to Trenton. People admire you. I wanted to know part of that. That's political. No, it isn't. Well, can I tell my reason? Yeah, why? Because I like hearing everyone's story. I feel like everyone has something interesting to say. Really, that was the whole reason for this Trenton Wave starting. 
I just want to hear the stories because I think I've had, I have heard stories and I'm like, somebody should be recording these things, whether you're a business owner, just, a re- just a resident, whatever that means, but a resident, uh, you know, the mayor or the homeless guy, everyone's got a story. Yeah, but he's thinking right now, why do you want another stories? Mm-hmm. You think that's political? No. For no. example, oh. yeah. yeah, one thing that you couldn't wait to ask me is, why did I snap back at you on right, Facebook? Right, exactly, right. But what was the nature of even those subjects? Those were because, political. Let me tell you, I will tell you what it is. Because that's what I like doing on the air. I like putting that thing out there so that you're hearing it from the people's mouths themselves and you're not left to your own devices no, to figure out what was going on. You're right about what you're saying, so but that, I'm that saying was why. the basis of that, even that initial conversation was still... Like me and you, we know each other. Or yeah. We know each other through politics. Well, well, yeah. that's how we met. Like right. that's how we got introduced. Yeah, yeah but that so doesn't that's mean what we I mean. have to be political. You know? Yeah, I don't like politics. Me, so I'm, I'm not a politician. I don't. Yeah, me neither. I agree with you when you said you're not a politician. But I guess because so much commentary on my end is given. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On politics, right? Things moves and things are done that involve politics. Yeah. I could see how someone would look at someone like myself as a political figure or even you really you know what I'm saying yeah because um, political commentator maybe okay that's a perfect example to use people look at political commentators as political when you think about Trenton what would your dream Trenton look like I would end homelessness it really saddens me to see people sleeping outside I've been homeless before I was Mm -hmm. gonna say can you relate to that yeah I've been homeless before I got a good family you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, I didn't have to be homeless. It ain't like I'm one of them people who don't got people. Mm-hmm. I do, but I've still been in those predicaments before. I don't like to see people sleeping mm-hmm. out on the street, hungry, dirty. I don't like that. If I had a lot of money, like I would like try to do something about that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so That's one thing that I would do. I think that we need more stuff here for the kids. I would change downtown. You go to any other major city in the country, they have a nice downtown. I do think that they were hopefully working on it now. One of the things they need to do, they need to find a way. I guess this is kind of hard because how could you really enforce this? Find a way to clean up the loitering down there. That makes it not look as nice. Mm-hmm. You got all these people just standing around, not doing right. anything. You know right. what I mean? I know it's hard to stop because even in other cities, you still have that. Pro- you got that problem in New York. You know what I mean? Sure, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Mm-hmm. My thing is, if you and again, how do you enforce this? Like, can you make? Business owners stay open later and on the weekends. City council can do that, right? I think can they, they can. Yeah. I think they can. They have the power to do From that. From what we've learned about what council can do oh, and can't okay. do. If you're a business owner, you've seen you can't depend on the state workers because they were gone for a long time. Yeah, exactly. We were still here. You we, know, we meaning residents. Like, yeah, us, yeah, right. Yeah, like all of us. We were all still here, like looking for a place to eat on Saturday at five o'clock or maybe go to Starbucks or, you know. I think it was a wake up call for them. Yeah. I give, again, a little shout out to Reggie because he was here and he was working. And he Who's went, Reggie? Reggie's Smokehouse. At Smokehouse. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. He that's my guy. Caters to everyone. He's open late. He's yep. open on the weekends. He's having mm-hmm. block parties. And people come and people give him business because he's here. If you're not here because you're closing at three o'clock after lunch hour, yeah. then I don't really want to give you my money. We don't need you. We don't want you. So that's my little rant. But so, okay. Homelessness and oh, downtown. Yeah. I agree with you on that. Aside from uh, things like that, I'm not blaming this on Trenton. This is just a people thing because it's like this everywhere. I just wish people changed their mindsets and the way people think. It's a lot of mean people. It's a lot of uh, negative people. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of hatred out here in the the world, man. 
Like I said, I ain't just that is going on here in Trent, but it's everywhere. It's everywhere, yeah. You know, what I mean, I I wish I could change people's mindsets, and you know, people. It's could, as you think, so are you. You can judge a person's uh, vegetable garden. You know what they planted by what the vegetables you're getting, because mm-hmm. that's what they've been thinking, and that's what they have in their heart. But we had friends come from the suburbs. Uh, <laughs> well, they came from a suburb, and they came to First Friday, and they were like. Oh my God, we love it. But this is so cool. It's like everyone knows each other. Everyone seems to like each other. It's like a party. And the, it, you guys had a good time. I mean, did have a good oh, time. Yeah, I've seen I videos. I love it. I love it. I love First Fridays. <laughs> we try and always come to as many of them as we can because I just love that whole vibe of it's like a small town. Even if you don't know everyone personally, it's like, oh, I recognize your face. Hey, hey, you know, I like your jacket. I love your shoes. And thank you to Reggie for hosting that and the African-American Cultural Collaborative, Collaborative. of Mercer County. Right. Them oh, well. too. Okay. That's they, Shout out to uh, Latasha Williams-Burke. Yes. Um, she's the head of that organization. Because they also host that. And it's a great event. Latasha rocked the house with that whole, that whole setup. Yes. Kevin. Would you like to hang around for a little something we call plugs? Sure. Franken Waves Plugs. Hey, Podcastia, let's see what this guest has to plug. Trenton Waves, TrentonWaves.com. Visit us on all social media outlets, including but not limited to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. I'm going to go into this. Hey, real quick, everybody, if you have something that you want to promote, you can let us know. We'll read it on the air, but here's what you have to do. You have to uh, support one of the charities that's on TrentonWaves.com. Yeah. You type in TrentonWaves.com. You go to contact. You see where it says sponsorship. You go down to sponsorship, and there's a list of local charities like the Ellerslie Passage Theater, the Trent House. Yeah. Uh, anything. I mean, the public library, the, you know. Well, like, yeah, but I'm not going to put up a thing that's, uh, you know, uh, deathtochristians.org. I mean, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> no. We're going to put up uh, charities that and we local, support. local, local yeah, stuff. Especially yes. local. Yes. And then you pay whatever you want. You donate money to that charity, mm-hmm. and then we'll read your thing. 100% of the donation goes to that charity. We we're don't, not, we're, we're not, not taking a cut. We're not total capitalists like Kevin Hines here. <laughs> All right. So Taft Communications, there's a company called Taft Communications. They're a purpose-focused consultancy. They announced that they signed a lease to move to Trenton's historic Roebling Complex Yay. over at 35 Clark Street in Chambersburg. Ted, oh, I'm gonna, I don't want to butcher this dude's name. Ted D, I'll just say, CEO of Taft. He says, relocating to New Jersey State Capitol into a beautiful building with a rich history is an exciting next step for Taft Communications. Our firm's work is centered around purpose and social impact, so it's a natural extension of who we are to be in a place where our team can be part of Trenton's economic revitalization. Mayor Reed chimes in by saying, we're excited Taft Communications has recently decided for a celebration for it. You know, yeah, who writes this copy? <laughs> Did you David Henderson it? sends this to me. Who writes this copy? That's what I want to know. I'm going to just change it so it makes more sense. Mayor Reed says, we're excited Taft Communications has decided to celebrate its 40th year anniversary in business by moving to Trenton. The city's thrilled to see purpose-focused companies like Taft and Princeton Hydro choose the rolling site and continue to build on Trenton's positive momentum. This is exciting. This is good. Yeah, that would be a cool person to have on the show. Like, Yeah, we'll about, talk to Ted D. Absolutely. Right, right. And that Roebling site, I'm still, come on, folks, 
out there. We need a distillery and we need a brewery. Although Ashland is very nice. I like them very much. But we want a distillery here. You can't have enough distilleries. Come on. That's right. You can never have enough distilleries. That's right. I'm with Christina. (laughs) And by the way, also, just so you know, Passage Theater, they're one of the charities you can donate to. They needed $75,000. They raised almost 40 grand of it. Awesome. They only need another 35,000. All right. And they're good to go. Mm -hmm. All right. So you hear that? So you want, listen, TrentonWave.com, click on contact, scroll down to sponsorships. And leave five, ten, fifty, five hundred, a thousand. I don't care how much you leave. Ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars. That's fine. How about thirty-five grand for the best? Yeah, theater? finish it off. Breeshin will uh, do a cartwheels in front of your house on your lawn for you, and allow you to videotape them and post it. So just click on Passage Theater if you want to give to that one, and you give to that one. That's as simple as it is, Dan. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to help you pay your water bill. Remember one eight six six T W W B L U E. That's T W W Blue. You could also dial two one one on your phone or visit waterassistance.nj.gov. What do you got? In June, no, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, I but I want to get people salivating okay. for Taste Trenton. Yes. Coming up in June, I saw some posts asking if Taste Trenton was happening, and it is. It is, certainly is. And we will be having Bernie Mac on, Bernard McMillan on to discuss this further on another podcast. But just so you know, it's going to be on the Friday the 9th to Sunday the 11th. And there are many, 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 many restaurants who are now signed up to be a part of it. There is a special episode of Trenton Ways with Bernard McMullen, Trenton's own Bernie Mac, happening on May 31st. So on May 31st, tune in for a special episode of Trenton Ways with Bernard McMullen, Trenton's own Bernie Mac. Also, the Passage Theater is having a ladies' brunch on Saturday, June 3rd, from 12 to 2.30, they're going to be celebrating and recognizing amazing women and femme businesses and business owners in the greater Trenton area. So if you go onto their Facebook page, you can get more information about how much it is, where it's going to be held, etc. Is that like a new thing now? Femme businesses? It was like a fembot. We started yeah, that. Yeah, we started that back in episode 38. <laughs> Right. Femme businesses. Who wrote that? Who, what's got all this weird copy going around? I, I can't know. stand it. I don't know who wrote it. Kevin, where can people see you? Where can people meet you? Where can people go online to visit all things Kevin Hines? You can follow me on Facebook at Kevin Hines, K-E-V-I-N-H-I-N-E-S. Instagram, Kev, one host, K-E-V, one H-O-S-T. I can even give out my cell phone number because it is public and everybody has it. Oh, this is a first for all businesses. Yeah, 609-510-6157. I post my phone number on social media all the time. So it's completely personal and business. I use it for everything. So you can contact me on there as well. Tune in to Facebook Live, my Facebook page, every Thursday, 7 p.m. Watch the People's Podcast every Thursday, 7 p.m. We're not resuming the People's Podcast to June 1st, so we won't be on the air this week or next week. We'll be back on June 1st. Tune in every Thursday, 7 p.m. You know, I got a little trivia for you. Oh, okay. 1%. And Kev, you want to listen? Get, I'm you, listening. Just by all means, take the phone call. You're, I'm clearly a priority. You are. We okay. all love you. Frank. 1% of those who attempt suicide by jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge survive. 1%. Wow. You know who one of those people are who survived? A man named Kevin Hines. I'm not kidding. 
If you go, and I don't know this podcast, I don't know anything about I it. I heard that story. But all the really? wiser podcasts, yeah. there's a guy on that show called Kevin Hines. He jumped off the Golden yeah. Gate Bridge. I seen the story on YouTube. I think he was on Oprah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, his name is Kevin Hines. I know. I thought it was you. I'm, I'm, I'm doing some research on Kevin so Hines he before went, he came in. So he wanted to commit him. Well, he wanted to commit suicide. Oh, okay. he wasn't doing yeah. it as a stunt. No, I I Googled, see if that's how survive. I found out. I Googled my you, name one time and I Are you one of those guys? You Google yourself, don't you? I could tell you are one of those guys. I never do. I wanted to see what was going to come up. You know what I mean? I never do. You'll find out weird stuff. I found out there's a lot of Frank Sassel's yeah, That there. guy went on Oprah. He has an interview. You can oh, YouTube wow. it. It's, he, he went on Oprah. Okay, but on. did he get paralyzed? I don't know. No, he's fine. Know. All right. A name like Kevin Hines, he's probably fine. He's fine. <laughs> he's resilient. That's crazy, right? I would that never is. do that. Oh you wouldn't God. do that? No, no. You, no, you like want to end it. You know, jumping off a bridge into water is like jumping I've off never a building been out into there, cement. But I've seen you, videos and YouTube. And when you was a kid, we used to read about that, that you had that history book. Do yeah. you know how huge that freaking bridge it is? It is. You know, I did a lot of crazy. No, nah, I'm not big on heights. I get on roller coasters, but I'm not crazy. Really? He won't get Oh, I want Why are you doing? He won't get on a roller coaster. I think my roller coaster days are done though now really how old are you i haven't been on last time i was on one was two years ago mm. i went to six flags with a friend you went to great adventure during covid it was around 20 yeah i think it was 2021 or wow 2020. yeah it was during halloween i got on a couple rides yeah roller coasters but i think i'm done because i'm starting to see more and more videos of rides malfunctioning <laughs> and then uh i think i'm good now man you know what wow. I'm yeah. did you ever go on that one that the, what was that one? King the Car? Yeah. Can, you went on that yeah. one? The average roller coasters have the uh, support that goes around your shoulders. Yeah, your right. Chest, yeah. And they got the thing that goes in between your legs. Right. I think it's the Kingdom Come. One of them is no support up here. It's what? Just between your legs. That's it. Oh, oh that's, that's outrageous. And so you feel like, oh, no. shit. Oh, no, I yeah. got yeah. Your I stomach was in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I think the last time we went, people were online and they said it's a four hour wait. And then they stopped four, the oh, line. Oh, you got to get the uh, pass. Four oh, hours. Really. I get, he, knows, you know, he knows all the tricks. But then they stopped the line and they said, um, we have to stop it. They're repairing something. I'm like. Repairing? You know, no. you know what? That makes you not want to get on. I'm not going on. When yeah, I I'm go. Good. I don't go often, but like that time I went, I pay extra. It's like for two people, it was like extra. It's expensive though. Mm -hmm. It's like at one fifty a person. I had to pay like three hundred bucks. Wow! What? But you skip the line, right? right. You don't have to wait. Yeah, but is so it worth it skipping the line? Yeah, because yeah. you have the right. Yeah, because you can, you can go to any ride mm -hmm. and you don't have to wait. You what just go people, right to What the about the other people with passes? You're in line with them. There's not that many of them to get them because they're not going to pay that much. They're money. not going to pay that much money because it might be a few. <laughs> it might. It might. When you get to the line, the other people that got it, it might be ten of those people, and then y'all yeah. get right on. Right. I mean, right. My, you done got on a ride ten times, and the guy's still waiting right. in two hours because you're the taking his seat because you pay the extra. <laughs> I'm taking his seat. Yeah, because right. he's got to wait for you to go through. You That's the VIP. That's the VIP line. But are those rides really that good to even get the? Well, here's what makes them not. Not good waiting what? for hours. Yeah, you don't want to wait that, that long because that defeats the purpose. I like the right. swings. When I go you to six, you don't even like the swings. The, Give me a break. I don't like the swings when I'm next to you because you have to come when up I go, and touch my swing. Everything as we're on the time schedule now. So when I go to Six Flags, let's say I get there at twelve noon. Okay. Yeah. I might only want to be there for four or five hours. Okay. So within that four or five hours, I want to have maximize my fun. That's right. I want to get on the rides that I want to get on. Mm -hmm. right. I want to eat what I want to eat and I want to leave. Right. If I don't get that pass, I'm going to be waiting in that one freaking ride for like three, four hours and it's going to, my day's ruined. That's you know right. I mean? right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like you pay whatever you pay, 
what is it now? Sixty dollars? I don't know what it is. Sixty. I don't know. I don't know. I might be wow. making that I up. Believe you're but right. the thing is, if you if you don't have the pass, you're spending most of your day yeah. on a line because the ride is only like seconds. Look, you're lucky I get on the log flume. I don't. Okay? I, I don't do rides anymore. I used to be on the Jersey Shore since I'm like. A little kid, Asbury Park, Point Pleasant, Seaside Heights, doing all those Coney rides. Island, which is Brooklyn. Coney Island, front row, front seat on the cyclone, the back, the wood, always oh, the like back seat on a wooden. When you get coaster. off the roller coasters, you can go and see your picture that they. Took. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I like to see you like that. What your you look like when you do you normally make that? I'm going to murder you face. <laughs> like, well, some sturdy. of the rides, you know where the camera is going to be because mm-hmm. oh, you can okay. see the. If you don't catch it the first time, when you because you'll see the flash when you get back on the second time. Now you're prepared. Yeah, yeah. So then when you go. On the second, second time, time, and you see the cameras coming up, you try to act, even though you were scared the whole ride. When you're you know like, the you're cameras. bored. <laughs> right, right, right. There's a picture we have. I don't know where it is, but we were on the London Eye, and oh, it's big. God. I, I know mean, where it that goes is. I know all where the way up. And, and you're in a capsule that's completely glass, except for the very little floor. And I'm up at the window like this. There's a picture of me, like, right. and there's a picture of Frank like this. I've seen a guy completely freak a, a young kid out from getting on the roller coaster. Funniest stuff I've ever, funniest stuff I ever seen in my life. No, in person. Getting on the roller coaster. He's getting ready to take off. This little young kid, probably he's like 11. He got on, I guess because he didn't want to be the only one scared with right. his family. So mm-hmm. he seemed tough. You know what I mean? But you can kind of tell by his body language he wasn't crazy about being on. Mm-hmm. I think they had an odd number of people. So yeah. he didn't was able to sit in the row with the other siblings. He had to be on the row. So he got on with a stranger was sitting next to him. His family was in the front row behind him because it was okay. an odd number. Right, you right, know right, what I mean? right. So he got on with this stranger and it was this, uh, this one guy sitting next to him and he's just like scared the hell out of him. He was like, oh man, get ready to go, man. It's going to be crazy. And then he was like, no, I don't want to go. It's rides taking off now. He's it's too late. You know? He's on. They, they're oh. like, could you stop? It's too late. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That was the funny man. That was I hilarious. I don't, I'm not a ride guy. No, he's not. He, he likes to hold all the pocketbooks yeah. and stuff. I, I hold the bags. I need a pretzel. Right, That's but all. we don't. I don't really like the rides that spin you in circles, make you dizzy. Mm-hmm. I don't like, like you, this you kind of spin, like the scrambler. Yeah, I don't like that. That makes and I'm not doing the bungee jump. You see the ride at six? No, I'm not doing it. Will you bungee jump ride? They tie you to a cord and you just jump. Oh, I can't jump. Down what and if the cord breaks? I've never heard that at Six Flags, but they have that there. After a while, it's got to loose. It's, it's got to break. Check them. Have you seen these guys checking these rides? That fifteen-year-old kid from high school—he's taking. Really oh, yeah. It's either him or the, or the ex-con. <laughs> but let me tell you what was crazy. What? The friend that I went with during that time—it was a young lady, right? I didn't think. No disrespect, because I'm not racist or anything. I love all kinds. You're of not racist. 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 <laughs> oh, right. all right. That was the other reason I, I had I, you on. I, 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 I like all kinds of people's but i didn't think that my people when i say my people black people get on rides like yeah. that <laughs> the young lady i was with it was also black she wanted to get on that and she thought that i was going to join i said you got to be crazy I'm like, no, that's- <laughs> did she go on it yeah. did she end up going that on line it? surprisingly was long and she, oh. she didn't want to end up waiting but yeah people were really lying is, that, is that a cultural thing do black people not like rides like that no typically speaking no really no no, 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 not stuff like bungee jumping and jumping out of planes and stuff. They look like at that. that. It's white people do stuff like that. <laughs> Only white people do that stuff. <laughs> you wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> you would not do it. I think I'm part black. <laughs> I might do it. Yeah. I might do it. Right. You would do that? I want to jump out of a perfectly plane. Good airplane. You want to hear something funny? This mm-hmm. is a funny joke that they say the difference between white people and black people. What's that? It happens in scary movies all the time. Okay. 
<laughs> if we were in a house yeah. and we heard some noise in the woods, uh, houses in the woods, and we right. heard some noise coming from a neighbor right. three o'clock in the morning, they say white people actually go outside and see what the hell is going Check on. Check it out, right? Yeah, but we're not doing that. <laughs> what are you? What are you doing? You're in a house by yourself, and you hear get out. Like, what do you do? You as a black man? Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck was that? And then you hear it again, or you see like something move by itself. Are you out of there? Yeah, I'm probably out of there. The other thing is. If I'm with you, if I'm with my friends, it's a cultural thing too. For no reason at all, he just takes off and start running. I'm running too. Really? I don't have to know what he was running about. <laughs> we can figure running. that out once Later. we stop. Once you stop we, running. Yeah, yeah. But they say white people, if you with your white friend and he takes off, yeah. you're going to stay there. Like, why are you running? Of course. And meanwhile, the per- thing that he was running from got you because you didn't take off with Right, because it was a bear. <laughs> it was a grizzly yeah. bear. That's a funny joke that they That's say. That's really, yeah. Yeah, that, I think there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah. I do. I agree. I yeah. agree. I don't know. I've watched movies where I'm like, why are you like, hello? Hello? Like, <laughs> why are you Is saying? Is somebody in here? Who's there? <laughs> why are you asking? They're there to murder you. Oh, they're it's not gonna, me. I'm just going to kill you. <laughs> they're not going to tell you who they are. Oh, oh, yeah. That's interesting. Your black people scare easily. No, yeah, I, mean, I don't think so. Yeah, well, I think they do. We just don't take too many chances. That's right. I think it's. <laughs> I don't think is that it's what a, it is? I, I think it's just like a common sense thing. Right. Like, you know, why are these white people just being I, let me stupid? See, I, I'll, I'll tell you why. Because mm. there's a park in front of our house. And you can't be in there at night because the park is closed. So sometimes I go in and I chase people out. I came across, it must have been four black guys in the gazebo. Mm-hmm. And it was like late. It was like 11 o'clock. So I'm already, I'm already not in a good mood. It's 11 o'clock. Pot? It's like, an, no, actually they weren't. They were just hanging out. So I jump over the gate and I walk over there. And I say, you know, I'm all dressed in black. You know, it's just my go-to color. And I go, hey, guys. And they, ah! they turn around. They freak out. <laughs> like, all I said was, hey, guys. I didn't even say I'm going to kill you. I didn't say it. <laughs> I'm like, hey. And they were, like, clearly taken aback. These are young, were these young kids or older people or... No, that would say they're like maybe in their thirties. Okay. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they both. Like, maybe they thought men. you were the police or something. I don't know. Well, I said, look, well, people call me officer all the time. I never say I'm a cop. I go, listen, guys, I know you're just hanging out, and, but the park is closed tonight. I don't want you getting in trouble just for hanging out. So during the day, come on back. You got a, you got a, you got a narc look to you. <laughs> you know, he's just, he's like the third person. Someone, <laughs> you know, someone, an old church that we. All were, you need uh, is the glasses, man. I, I need the glasses on. Remember, they said we were heroin addicts. I'm like, I'm not going to say his last name. I know. Tom, a white guy. No less. He said, said oh, that I, you look like a heroin He ass. thought we were both heroin addicts. Yeah, he thought we were heroin addicts. Oh, that's that's offensive. It's offensive. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We're not in that church anymore. Well, that yeah. church doesn't exist anymore, but anyway. Right. But anyway. <laughs> it's just another story for another day. I need the glasses, he yeah. says. Yeah. Well, that does it for yet another episode of Trenton Waves. Sasso's out. You've been listening to the Trenton Waves podcast. Visit us online at trentonwaves.com.